0: Military veterans, what are your best stories from boot camp? Just a foreword here, folks. Uh, Due to the military tradition of swearing like a sailor, or in this case, like a soldier, there will be by necessity a certain amount of language replacement in this video, more so than I've had to do in any other video at the time of writing. Assume that if a phrase seems slightly mild, I've been editing it to make it safe for YouTube. Thanks, narrator. I had been in boot camp for like three days. We were downstairs in formation, at attention, with our stupid safety flashlights about to march to PT. Obviously, when at attention, you're not supposed to move. Then I suddenly had an itch on my nose. Only happens when you're at attention. So I tried to sneak out a quick scratch, but for some reason my brain shut down and my dumb idiot self decided to use my flashlight. I scratched my nose and was almost home free until I had this weird thought. I wonder how bright this is. So I stick the flashlight to my eye, click on, click off, go back to attention. No sooner than my hand hit my side, I hear, What the frick was that? I was immediately pulled out of formation and screamed at by no less than six drill instructors. They screamed some of the funniest insults I have ever heard until this day. Then they lead me to every squad who was formed outside, six I think, and made me demonstrate my amazing and godlike talents, for all six squads before letting me return to formation. Oh, there are so many stories to choose from. One of the funniest is who we had to salute. Every living being. Literally. So I'm walking back from a med appointment I had when a squirrel crosses my path. So I render a snappy salute and bark out a, Good morning, sir. Just as an officer is walking across the street from me. He ran across the street to investigate just who the heck I was saluting. I responded, ''The squirrel, sir,'' he said. ''What the frick?'' ''You saluted a squirrel?'' ''Yes, sir.'' ''Who's your company commander?'' ''Petty Officer Shanks, sir.'' ''Okay, move on, dummy, and stop saluting squirrels.'' ''Yes, sir.'' One of my platoon buds was a bit of a masochist and got off hard to the sergeant yelling at him. It was sort of funny to watch this sergeant berate him for a good five minutes, and then he'd run off to rub one out in the washroom. One time we were all sleep-deprived and Sarge was just ragging on him, telling him he's made of stronger stuff and to keep going, you weakling. Before he fell over and said, Oh, frickin' crap. Pretty sure he came in his pants and passed out. Navy in 2003. We were out on the grinder, which is our name for the asphalt area, and you can't speak unless spoken to out there. RDC is feeling playful and shouts my name. What adult fun-time position creates the ugliest babies? Me? both thinking and not thinking at the same time because I knew the answer to the joke. I don't know, petty officer. Why don't we ask your mother? He turned beat red and everyone in my division let out a gasp. There was some yelling after that, but later that day he called me into his office and told me no hard feelings. So in the end, not bad. We had a kid in my boot camp platoon named Jackson. The senior drill instructor was Sergeant Jackson. Poor recruit Jackson was known as Recruit Laundry No. 38 for the whole time because he didn't rate the name Jackson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the fine contributors to these stories shall list the standout names of their squads. We had a private named Whore. The drill sergeant took one look at his name and said, Too frickin' easy. Never mocked him for it. We had a Barbie. The poor guy got away without a word until one day at FTX. The drill sergeants wakes us up at three in the morning and the song Barbie Girl over the loudspeakers and a very specific dedication. Platoon 3117 had a recruit, Dumcum who was a ginger Canadian, and a Redick who was black. Uh, we had a trainee named Balls. Yep, Balls. None of the TIs ever gave her crap for it, but man, if every single one of them didn't pause and try not to laugh during roll call. My surname is Quick. Same thing happened to me. Although it made marching orders like Platoon, by the Quick, Quick March amusing. One time I yelled out, Just me, Corporal? Everyone laughed. I got yelled at. Good times. Navy Boot Camp had a female with the last name Guzzler. They had to change her rank to fireman because all the RDCs that saw or heard the name swarmed on it. Uh, We had a guy named Pajarianon. Day one, our chief RDC told him, Yep, I can't pronounce that crap, unless I say otherwise, your name is P13. Throughout Boot, he acquired the names P13, PJ, Pija, and Mr. P. The first couple of weeks of Boot are full of medical and dental exams, and if you need a procedure, you get it done right there. Tons of guys had their wisdom teeth pulled, and we had one guy come back right before lights out with his mouth full of gauze and loopy from the drugs. Our DI called us all to the center of the room, formed us up, and then told us to sit Indian-style on the floor, and that recruit Toothy was going to tell us a bedtime story. He pulled up a chair for Toothy, and then told him to tell us the story of the Battle of the Monitor and Merrimack. Toothy mumbled that he didn't know the story, so the DI told him to just make it up, and for every fact that he got right, we'd get to sleep an extra five minutes in the morning. What followed was like a live episode of Drunk History, minus any factual accuracy. As best as Toothy could recall, the monitor was British and the Merrimack was old Ironsides, and that in the end, they shot the crap out of each other and everyone died. The end. We were all dying laughing, but the DI sat there stone-faced. After Toothy was done, DI just stood up and said, that is exactly how it happened. Well done. Got up, turned off the lights and walked out. Got a bladder infection in boot camp. I peed the bed and tried to hide it as long as possible. I was afraid that if I admitted to it, then I would be kicked out. I was able to hide the urine-soaked mattresses by switching them out with extras that were to the back of the tie squad bay every morning before the drill instructors woke up. This went on for a couple of weeks before someone told on me. The drill instructor wasn't exactly sympathetic about my situation. While everyone was getting ready, he had me take my sheets to the quarter deck and do push-ups with my face dipping into the pee on every down movement. That kind of sucked. After breakfast, I was told to meet the corpsman and after I'd be sent to a doctor and my separation from the marines would be started before I even earned that title. Screw that noise, I'm going to finish this crap. So instead of going to see the doctor, I wandered around MCRD San Diego aimlessly for three hours while trying to pull a look off where my face always looked like I was moving with purpose. It worked. Not one marine stopped me to ask what I was doing. When I finally went back to my squad bay, I simply told our scribe that the doctor said to have me woke by firewatch every three hours. The DI that laughed as I was leaving asked me how soon I was leaving when I returned. I told him the lie and he bought it. Got lucky. My name for the duration, Recruit Peabody, not so lucky. I ended up graduating and serving eight years honorably. Not my story, but from a friend who was a couple of weeks behind me in basic. Air Force Training, San Antonio, Texas. It's week two or week three of the six-week training course, and it's chow time. As with every other basic chow, you queue up, keep your mouth shut, follow the designated lines, get your food, and eat quickly and quietly. Do not get up from your table until the designated time. Fail to follow any of these procedures will result in a cramp storm, courtesy of Hurricane Angry Fricking Training Instructor. Every flight that goes through basic has that weird kid that just doesn't quite fit in for one reason or another. My flight had a southern kid who unfortunately supported every negative stereotype about the southern US there was. He was Cletus the slack-jawed yokel made flesh. My friend's flight, however, had a kid who was quiet, calculated, removed, and quite possibly a sociopath. During this particular time at Chow, he was sat down with his food and ate a decent portion of it, Suddenly, he stands up and without following the designated paths, makes a beeline to the ice cream machine. Trainees are not allowed ice cream until they have TI permission, which doesn't usually happen until the final week. That did not stop this kid from getting two ice cream cones, one for each hand. He walks back to his table, passing the snake pit, where the instructors eat, along the way. He begins to go to town on these ice cream cones, alternating licks between one and the other. The instructors at the snake pit are in shock at the sheer audacity. All heads turn to his training instructor, their smirks and furrowed brows encouraging him to rush over and psychologically destroy this kid. He gets up and rushes over. What the heck, trainee? Who in the heck said you had permission to get ice cream? I don't recall giving you permission to... The verbal barrage continues as the T.I. assaults him with every harsh word he can muster. He ends his tirade with, Who the hell do you think you are? The trainee turns his head slowly, looks the training instructor dead in the eye, and without a smile or any other display of emotion, softly, confidently says, I'm Batman. The T.I. was nonplussed. He was either so unprepared for that response, or thought it was so hilarious that he had to turn around in order to save face. He walked back to the snake pit without a word. Batman finished his ice cream. I mean, does anybody else think that the instructor had just realized that there was a potential sociopathic serial killer in the flight? Another commenter writes, Well, he did get permission. Oh man, I left the snake pit after my third recyclement. After a couple of months, I knew my crap. I grabbed a dessert with every meal. One time, I had seven of them on me at the same time. Oh, you think you deserve a dessert? Yes, sir. In what year did the Air Force separate from the Army? Sir, trainee dumbass reports is ordered. 1947, sir. Another TI. Who is your flight chief? Sir, trainee dumbass reports is ordered. My flight chief is Master Sergeant so and so, sir. You give a new reporting statement with every answer, trainee. Sir, trainee dumbass reports is ordered. Only upon the initial report or when switching instructors, sir. This went on for some time. They pretty much just let me have the cake after that one. I had the pleasure of witnessing this one myself. You've already heard about the snake pit. Well, the MTIs on mine regularly pull out trainees and question them on stuff we're supposed to know. One day, they pull out one poor sap from our brother flight. It went roughly as follows. Trainee, what's the insignia of the full colonel? Trainee, the insignia of the colonel is a bird, sir. What type of bird exactly? Permission to adjust, sir. Adjust. The trainee then proceeds to set his tray on their table puts his hands up in the Egyptian pose but with both hands outward, turns his head to the side and says, Like this, sir. The onlooking T.I.s nearly choked on their food while the questioning T.I. stared at him dumbfoundedly for a few moments before yelling at him to, Get your crap off our table and get the frick out of my sight. Oh, that was probably one of the best times I've seen a T.I. at loss for words. After someone addressed the drill sergeant by his name, not drill sergeant name, the D.S. screamed at him, Oh, do you know me? Are we friends? Do you come over to my house on the weekend, drink beer, and have adult fun times with my wife? Still one of my favorites. My favorite story is from 2006. We were salty marine recruits in our last week before graduating and going home. Normally, I guess they like to bring in new super-motivated drill instructors to mess with us. Well, one night in formation before we hit the wrecks, the new sergeant notices one of my friends, Private Law, was rocking back and forth. He says to Law, "'Quit rocking, Law!' To which Law yelled, "'This recruit will never stop rocking, sir!' One of the first days in BASIC, a guy in my platoon was standing at attention while having his room inspected by the sergeant. Because there was a large piece of fuzz-slash-fluff on his shirt that immediately drew the sergeant's attention. Imagine a female French-Canadian sergeant with this accent, although obviously much harsher. "'Recruit bloggins, what is that on your shirt? Is that a fluffy?' "'Yes, sergeant.' "'Why is there a Fluffy on your shirt, Bloggins?' "'I must have missed it, Sergeant.' "'Missed it? But it is so huge. How did you miss such a big Fluffy?' "'She plucks it off him. Hold out your hand.' "'He holds out his hand and she places it on his palm. "'This is Mr. Fluffy. Find a home for him, like a pill bottle or something. "'From now on, whenever I want to see Mr. Fluffy, you must bring him to me.' And so, for the rest of basic, every time the sergeant found a piece of fuzz, even on someone from a different platoon, she would yell out, Mr. Fluffy! And bloggins would have to march over to her double time and present Mr. Fluffy, and she would formally hand him the new piece of fuzz to add to Mr. Fluffy. There was hell to pay if he didn't have Mr. Fluffy with him at all times. Every unit has its mascot, I'm just glad that in this case it was a Fluffy rather than a furry. Great Lakes, 1994, Company 159. I had a bottom bunk. Guy on top bunk was a guy who barely spoke English. One day we were marching around and he was too afraid to speak up and let the company commander know he had to poop. He pooped his dungaree pants and left a trail that those marching behind him walked through. When CC realized what was up, he halted the formation, grabbed the guy and ran into the nearest building. When they reappeared, Poopy Pants had removed his t-shirt and fashioned it into a diaper to make it back to our barracks building. One night, the guy in the top bunk next to mine had a nightmare, and in his sleep, he jumped out of his rack. He crashed into my bunk, spraining his arm, ankle, and putting a gash into his head, and had no idea what was going on. Another night, I was on fire watch, making my rounds at 3 o'clock in the morning. The A-Rock, one of the recruit leadership positions, was a big macho guy who decided he couldn't take it anymore. He tried a belt around his neck and was going to hang himself when I caught him. The chief on duty was teed off that he had to be awakened, called for assistance, and that's the last time we saw the A-Rock. My brother was in the chow hall and witnessed a T.I. call out someone who had placed their flashlight in their belt. I guess you're not supposed to do that. So the T.I. lights him up. Is that where you keep your freaking flashlight? Is it a freaking lightsaber, Luke? He made him stand at the end of two cafeteria lines, holding his flashlight like a lightsaber and striking dead the airmen that were leaving the two lines. At one point, there was a lull in traffic and the T.I. screams, Oh, so fricking lightsabers don't make noise when they're motionless. So old buddy has to make the noise as he waits for his next victim. The worst part of being there is that you can't laugh or you get punished too, and D.I.'s can be some funny mofos. When I was in bed, one of the cafeteria walkers walked through the chow hall while we were eating. She was quite obese and wearing apple-bottom jeans. Our D.I. was sitting at the head of the table and started humming, Get low. Naturally, we all laughed. So after the chow, we went back to our bunks and got smoked. DI put Get Low on the speakers, and we did jumping jacks to the beat until they sang Hit the Floor, at which point we had to hit the floor and do push-ups while singing. And every time we laughed, he started the song over. I still shudder when I hear it. I'm an army veteran. One morning in basic training, it was about midway through our three-month cycle, and we were lined up for breakfast chow. While waiting in line, we had to stand at parade rest in columns of two in our PC uniform. We couldn't move or anything at the risk of being pointed out and screamed at. The uniform consisted of somewhat black short shorts and a grey t-shirt that said Army on the front. Well, the guy three rows in front of me had one of those no-reason cases of the morning wood. And the drill sergeant caught him as he was trying to move to hide it away. He pulls him off to the side and starts screaming, What's wrong with you, Private? Why are your privates saluting in the chow line? Of course, this yelling spreads to the ears of two other drills, and they come over as well. Hey, Battle, come look at this. Hey, at ease that crap, Private. As this was said, they noticed, and one drill sergeant bent down, face inches away from the full-mast culprit, and bellowed, At ease! Private, you better get that crap in check. I entered into the building before I could hear anything else about it. To this day, I still don't know how the drill sergeants went through that without so much as a smirk. I don't know what I'd do if someone shouted at ease directly at my morning wood. Nothing in life so far has prepared me for that. We had a drill sergeant make a private carrier branch everywhere she went, so it would replenish all the oxygen she was wasting. We had a guy named Fitzwater. We called him Fatswater. We weren't just calling him that because he was fat, which he was, he was also a lazy piece of crap who was constantly pretending to be hurt, to get out of work. Anyways, he got teed off at us one day and said, If anyone else calls me Fatswater again, I'm going to tell Drill Sergeant. Immediately, the Drill Sergeant walks in and goes, Hey, what's up, Fatswater? Who'd have thought that exposing a weakness to people who spend their lives demeaning other people could go so poorly for this man? A mother of one of the other privates sent him a photo of a drill sergeant trashing a locker, with a letter saying, Hope your drill sergeant isn't as mean as this, smiley face. It turned out that it was a picture of our drill sergeant. He had posted that on Facebook, and it ended up going viral. She was just looking up pictures of drill sergeants, and it just happened to be him. A woman in my company was from Africa. She had a graduate degree in some science, so she was very smart. But some things were lost on her, especially figures of speech. When we were on the firing range, we were told to keep the rifle up and down the range, meaning no matter what way you were facing, the end of the rifle was in the air and pointed down range. She didn't get that and swung her rifle all over the place. Everyone hit the ground. One of the drill sergeants yelled and asked if her brain took a crap in her head. She didn't understand that either. When I was on Paris Island, we were drilling on the parade deck and this one recruit kept screwing up. Our drill sergeant stopped us, stalked up to the recruit and started wearing him out. Gave him the classic DI, screaming in both ears, spit flying, smacking him in the face with his cover. Eventually the recruit broke down and silent tears started streaming down his face. The DI took his finger, wiped a tear from the recruit's eye and licked it, telling the recruit, now I own your soul. Fricking intense. One recruit in my platoon was getting IT'd and the DI took his soul. Then, I crap you not, the recruit responded with, What soul, sir? The DI let him get back online. This is one of the hidden advantages of being a ginger. A cousin of mine was going through training for the Royal Australian Navy. They have leader cadets amongst their ranks, who you must refer to as leader and not sir. One of these leaders was prowling about and asked my cousin if he was all sorted out. Yes, sir, said my cousin on reflex. What the frick did you say, cadet? Twenty push-ups right now. My cousin, you should know, is a massive crap stirrer. Couldn't help himself. Yes, sir, he says, getting down to do the push-ups. Fifty frickin' push-ups, the leader barks. The way he told the story, the timing was just perfect. Yes, sir. So he had to do around a hundred push-ups. His arms gave out around 70, apparently. Later on, they were doing open-water survival training, floating around in a blow-up raft in the middle of the ocean. The leaders, who were submerged below the raft in scuba gear, would occasionally leap up and drag a cadet into the water to simulate being knocked overboard by a wave. Sure enough, the leader my cousin had crossed was under the boat. He burst out like a shark, seized my cousin by his collar, and dragged him into the freezing water. Holding him down for longer than was probably necessary, the leader eventually released him. As my cousin was climbing back into the raft, shuddering from the cold, the leader asked him, Still think you're funny, cadet? As you can guess, the reply was, Yes, sir. He got grabbed and pseudo-drowned again immediately. I guess he's a glutton for punishment. He passed training, by the way. Navy man here. Got a few great ones for everybody. Spring of 2011. whole berthing in the shower together, singing It's Raining Men, when the RDC, the recruit division commander, E4 and above, comes in and screams, You swinging pricks got about 20 seconds before I come in and rain my boot up your butt. Large Black Navy Chief, E7, walks into our compartment one day and says he feels like making it rain. Oh God, please no. Then before I could get ready, he's already dropping people on the deck and making them do intense exercises. He walks up to one recruit and asks him, Does Chief like Hennessy or hypnotic? Hennessy, Chief. Wrong, you racist. I like Jack Daniels. Then proceeds to turn up the PC on this individual. Next person. Is Chief good at basketball or football? Uh, basketball? Wrong. Chief is good at everything. Another time we were offered ice cream for supper one Sunday. We all took ice cream because, well, we freaking deserved it. We knew we were going to pay for it, so I got the bright idea to put all the wrappers on my tray. So we walked in a straight line to throw our trays away, and the RDCs are looking for any signs of ice cream. Then they come to me as I'm throwing away the wrappers. Recruit.